Nicole has landed. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse. And today we are joined by our guests, Courtney, Rom, and Chris. They are nomads and we're happy that they're here. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thank you, Thank for, you. Having us. for having us. Yeah. Oh, guys, the pleasure's all ours. We're uh, really interested. I mean, you guys live a life that a lot of people dream of doing, but have so much fear and mm-hmm. just can't commit to it. You know, I'm one of those people I would feel like I, I would dream about it, like just like getting on the road and traveling. I mean, me and Jesse are big travelers. So when we had the chance to actually get you on the show, we were like, fuck yeah. Ecstatic. <laughs> um, would you mind telling our audience a little bit about yourself and like what uh, what you do? Yeah, you, you, you want me to start? Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm Rom and uh, I'm a tiny home builder. I build tiny homes and bus conversions full time and uh, do a couple of other things here and there to make ends meet, uh, mostly in the construction industry, painting, things of that nature. Um, and I've been doing that now for goodness a while uh this will be the 38th bus that i've worked on so 38 oh, wow. at this point. oh wow um so been doing that for a long time traveling full-time for two a little over two years with my wife who's a uh, artisan jewelry maker so she does that full-time as well that's awesome yeah and i'm courtney um i'm 24 and i'm actually solo and this bus right behind us this is my fourth bus conversion in under a year and a half um so usually i'll just you have a buy them <laughs> you <laughs> have a problem them, yeah build them <laughs> um living them for a few months and then i'll sell them and then buy a new bus because i get bored of it and i just want to kind of like new. house flipping almost right but bus yeah flipping. pretty much pretty much <laughs> um so yeah i'm full-time i work full-time in marketing online um i've done about Probably 25,000 miles oh, wow. uh, since I started Bus Life. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. With, yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, I'm Chris, um, traveling carpenter. Um, do bus work now or getting into that aspect of, of working on buses. This is the first build I've done. Uh, just built her bus. Worked on a couple other buses. Uh, but usually it's just carpentry work uh, mm-hmm. around the country. I started uh on the road almost a year ago uh started off on a motorcycle uh lived on the road for six months on a motorcycle and then switched into a truck Uh, Mm. i tow my bike and i live in a tent that's on my roof roof of my toyota tacoma damn Uh, carry my tools in the back and just uh find work where i can yep that's awesome that's wild now what what got you guys started in this what was the initial like thought like when did it start was it something from very young age you wanted to get into like just traveling the world and like being free and not tied down and all that was this recent yeah yeah i mean i guess for me i was i've always had a dream of traveling and being on the road and when i was 21 i uh I had that day-to-day routine. Um, I had the job, the apartment, the relationship, the car, like everything that made me feel comfortable. Um, Mm. But the only thing that I really wanted to do was get out and travel. Um, So one day I just snapped and I ended up selling all of my stuff. And I booked a one-way ticket to Alaska with a backpack. And I pretty much been doing this ever since. So it was really, really scary uh, leaving, 
you know, all the, my friends, family and all my stuff back home. But yeah, yeah. I seriously don't regret anything. I got, I got to, I got to touch on something with that yeah. is you stated that you love this and you say that we're living everybody's dream. And it's really a matter of where do you put your effort in your life? I mean, it's, it's mm -hmm. only a dream because you haven't diverted your effort to achieving it at this mm -hmm. point. Other things have taken precedence mm -hmm. and you've got to get yeah. to the point where the things that you see as comfort become burdens. Mm -hmm. My day to day is not the same that it was years ago. So your comfort level is set around the things in your life that this is safe. True. This is what, you know? Yeah. And I mean, that's where it kind of, it outweighs, like you were just saying is, um, for me, it's like, I have too much bullshit, you know, like I enjoy like the, just being stuck, I guess, with the aspect I have animals and, you know, I live with my girlfriend and you know, the things, yeah. they, you know, for me, I mean, it's like, they just outweigh it a little bit more to where it's like, I can't do it. You know what I mean? But yeah, those are I probably know. the excuses that everyone gives you yeah, guys. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I get animals are the big one. <laughs> well, we all got animals. Well, yeah. I don't have one right yeah. now, but mm -hmm. I've got a dog and a cat. She's got two cats. I mean, oh, wow. yeah, see, I got yeah, I got two cats and a dog. And uh, <laughs> oh, easy. easy. You can do it, Matt. You can do it. <laughs> you can do it. Well, the thing that you know I wanted to bring to you guys is like how much easier it is to in today's times versus like you know in the seventies and eighties when this was was a cultural thing. Uh, internet. It's everywhere. It makes it so much easier. I mean, all of you guys document your life, which is amazing. You know, you get to, you can go on Instagram and just see pieces of where you're at and what you're doing and, and what you've done, which is a very interesting thing. I think that makes it a little easier today, right? Yeah, the easier part is also finding out uh, where there's places to camp and stay for mm. free. Yeah, mm, there are a lot true. of free. That opens up that aspect of it quite a bit where you wouldn't have had that in the past. But. Yeah. Is, there, um, yeah. is there a large online community that sort of helps with like resources or information with, for, for nomads? Ton of them. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Ton of them. Um, mm -hmm. there, there's, there's Instagram uh, pages that are geared towards it. There are Facebook pages. You go in and type in, you know, a school bus conversion or whatever, and you're going to find a large group of people that travel like this full time. And they're going to have resources. You know, there are there are a ton of apps out there that will show you where to park, where, you know, you can stay here for 14 days for free, mm -hmm. you know, a national forest or whatever. And most of the reason that I think I went into it was because I wanted to get away from people. Uh, you know, I, yeah. it's not that I don't like people. I love people uh, individually, but as a mass group, uh, people <laughs> are kind of stupid. They're a bit much you know, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Animal instinct kicks in, man. Yeah. You know, fucking intelligence goes down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Increase it. I, I was going to say, Courtney, when you um, mentioned before you sold all your stuff, one way ticket to Alaska. So that wasn't even with the idea of starting like the, the like bus life, van life type of stuff. This was just no. kind of starting the adventure. Yeah. So when I went to Alaska and met somebody and we converted a 1990s suburban. Um, and that's really where he, he kind of got me into it, got me out of a comfort zone of being like, okay, let's get in this, this truck. Let's hit the road and see what happens. I was like, Oh my gosh, like I need a shower. I need all these like comfortable things that I was used to. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. So I, we ended up building it out um, and hit the road. We traveled all through Alaska and Yukon and BC and Alberta. Um, and it was just, I had the time of my life. Like it was just the freedom that comes in it. Just being able to like get up, get in your car and go wherever you want um, is really like the main thing. 
Mm. Um, but yeah, the school bus really came in. We bought an RV after that and we couldn't pull the uh, camper with the Suburban that we had. Uh, so we really needed to be like, okay, we either buy a $17,000 truck to pull this camper or we figure out a different option. So that's where like the school buses came into into play. Yep. You can buy a bus for two, $3,000 easily put 6,000 into the build and have a, you know, you're still under that 17 home. grand mark. Yeah. You know, you're totally self-sufficient. And, and I'll have to say <laughs> as a, as a builder, I mean, I've built, like I said, 38 of these school bus conversions. Um, Chris came in here and his work woodworking skill is phenomenal. So he started doing stuff in there. You know, we would section it off. One portion would be built and then another portion. And he'd be working on a portion. I'd come in and I would literally look at his work and I'd look and score in his face because I like him. And I'd be like, fuck you, dude. Like, uh, you're, it's amazing. Like, your work is phenomenal. <laughs> um, it, it, but, you know, I have a framer, a framer's background and school buses, other than your curved roof, it's a box, man. I mean, yeah. if you have some... If you have any woodworking tools whatsoever and a little determination, it might not be the Taj Mahal, but it's going to be livable. You can make you it know? function and, and definitely livable, comfortable. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Well, from, from looking at the your guys' uh, individual Instagram pages and all together, it's like it's amazing the stuff that can be done inside these vehicles. It, it looks yeah. like better than some hotels I've stayed at. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, by far. <laughs> yeah, they don't I mean, have maids though. They don't have maids, so that's, that's, a <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a perk to the hotel. Sorry, right. I'm, yeah, I'm used to not having a maid. So. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> and, and it's and it's not so much to clean, I would imagine. You know, it's all sort of one one area. I will say the whole Instagram thing. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, it's so beautiful." Please live in a bus for a week or so. <laughs> yeah, it's a small space. It gets dirty fast. You have to yeah, be on top of it. The hell, mm. much shit you can get spread out. Yeah, in a small space. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and every every like inch counts for storage. And yeah, you, I mean, I'm sure util utility is one of the biggest things that you have to consider when making one of these things. Um, sure. What what kind of planning goes into doing that? So we run everything off solar. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So I got a full size fridge, um, TV, you know, really whatever anybody wants to have. Usually yep. people go with solar. Um, I mean, you can you, solar so cheap these days comparatively to what it was a few years ago. You can get you, you know, they, they have to update their solar uh, panels for the solar uh, plants that they have out in the middle of the desert. Mm -hmm. they're, they're required to update those. You can go online on Facebook Marketplace or wherever, look up solar panels. You can get a 250 watt, roughly 250 watt solar panel for like $125. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. How, you know, how many, how many of those I'm guessing they're on the roof of the bus, right? Yep. They don't work underneath. So <laughs> <laughs> you guys tried. It didn't didn't work out, huh? <laughs> um, so are these like uh, how big how big are those solar panels that, that you got up there? Uh, the hundred watt ones that are on your bus are nineteen by forty two. Yeah, okay, uh, eighteen inches by forty two inches. Two hundred fifty watt ones that are on the bus that's parked over there. Got to be probably two feet by maybe. Four and a half feet or so. Yeah. Okay. Roughly. So you can stack a decent not, amount of them up there. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. they've got four, they got four. They got four up there. So they got a yeah. thousand watts. They got a thousand watts on another bus. There's there's currently one, two, three, four. There's five buses on this property right now that we're on. Oh, that's and, awesome. And a van. And 
and my truck. And a truck. We might um, have to get a video tour afterward. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, you. I mean, you can pull in. It's really about your battery capacity. And there's a lot of places you can buy used batteries that were used for like uh, radio towers and things like that. Okay. Um, what were yours? Your 190, 190 amp hour for like 130 bucks, 140 bucks. Hmm. For the and they're reconditioned batteries. So like, okay. you, she's got four of them in her bus right now, and so each of those is 190 amp hours. You'll have some drop off in that, so you're maybe looking at like 140, 125. Okay. 600 you're under, yeah, you're over 600 amp hours together with those four batteries. Okay. Um, and there's some equations to figure out how many batteries you need and what you need. There's a lot of resources online, and you can reach out to us. It seems well. like it's enough that like it's going to get you through the day, and then maybe into the next one. Hey, as long as the sun's coming back up, you're you're in business. <laughs> yeah. She's set up for three days. Yeah. Uh, with this setup she's got here. Wow. Yeah. Battery storage is capable for about three days worth. Oh, so if the solar fails, you have three days of power. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Wow. So it's enough time it's for well a more than enough. The <laughs> <laughs> there you oh, go. Can, that's yeah, all you need. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I'm sure a lot of people when they look at this lifestyle, they're like, Oh, look at all the things I'm giving up, but it seems like there's there's always like an equivalent in some way to be able to sort of satisfy whatever that home need might've been in a, in yeah. bus form. They're only comforts because you don't know, you don't know the other comforts. I mean, there's so much more out there. Mm-hmm. You can get pretty comfortable in the bus and then you get so much more in your lifestyle by all the people you meet and the places you go because now you're mobile. Yeah. Yeah. True. That has enriched, that's enriched our life a lot. I can say that for myself. I know yeah. for Courtney, I know for Chris, you get meeting new people that is life that's Mm. that connection you know you miss that we're doing it yeah that's what keeps us on the road really yeah yeah everybody is kind of closed up today you know whereas like in suburban neighborhoods you don't even know your neighbor anymore it's like it's so crazy so i could understand that that's very rewarding going out and it seems that people in these communities are way more friendly than anybody you're going to meet in a neighborhood (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, way more accepting you know they're just like it's easy to talk about you know like because you have so much in re- in relation to each other right yeah, yeah. we all we're very like-minded that's for yeah. sure and we like we like people that aren't part of the community to come out and even if you have a a, a fledgling idea of this is something i really want to do mm-hmm. we are so happy to receive you and and help you and give you guidance and i don't i don't know how many other communities are out there that you can right off the rip walk up and say hey i love your bus and have somebody go i love that you love my bus i'd love for you to be part of this community you can't walk up to somebody's house on the street and say i love no. your house and expect them to want to build in and show you show you all around <laughs> no, i was gonna house, say but... it's competitive with it, pretty much anything else yeah, yeah, right, yeah. There, there an element of competition comes in no matter what right, you right. know the Podworm Spacecast is a podcast hosted by seven lifelong friends who inject comedy directly into your ear canals every Tuesday. You may think seven hosts is too many for a podcast, but you may also think $5 is too cheap for a quality voiceover such as this. Yet here we are. 
enjoy a clip from the critically acclaimed Podworms Spacecast. And I looked up, how do you fix squeaky shoes? And they said, you got to get some baking soda and you put it in the shoe uh-huh. and it absorbs like the moisture or whatever and it fixes the shoe. Boom. I went to the store across the street. I went to the bathroom. During lunch? <laughs> the bathroom in the store across this the street. This is This cannot wait till tomorrow. You, yeah, you did this at work? <laughs> I told you, yeah. I couldn't get off my desk. I'm so embarrassed. So uh-huh. Andrew walked across the street. Wiki, wiki, wiki. It was more like, wiki, 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 wiki. He was in a hurry. He was in a hurry. Wiki, 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 wiki. And then he had to wait for the light. Ding. Wiki, 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 wiki. <laughs> you can find the Podworm Spacecast wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, keep squirming. This episode is brought to you in part by hemp-cbd.com. Hemp-CBD was founded in Albuquerque, New Mexico, with the mission to provide the best products in the industry. Hemp-CBD has created a one-stop shop for tons of CBD products, such as tinctures, edibles, topicals, pre-rolls, vape, and pet products. The products carried by Hemp-CBD are sourced from an organic hemp that's grown in the United States, lab-tested, and consists of CBD isolate, which is the purest form of CBD. This testing ensures that their products contain CBD and no other cannabinoids like THC. Head over to hemp-cbd.com and use promo code SLACKER for a 20% discount at checkout. That's hemp-cbd.com, promo code SLACKER. Now, I wanted to know, how do you guys uh, go about planning where you're going to go next? I mean, if the, the world is your oyster to say, then like... It does does it ever paralyze you? Like, oh, what? Did, where do I go? I have so many options. Yes. Yep. It yes and, yes and no. I mean, it doesn't paralyze me. No. I, I, I personally do not like staying in a place for more than like two or three days because I like okay. get stir crazy and I want to like get back on the road. Um, Tough but can you find you, you easier when you stay there yeah. for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it gives me so much shit. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, usually I don't usually plan ahead with anything that I go. I like, okay, I wake up, have my coffee, you know, be like, okay, this is what I want to go do today. I think Start the weather, the, bus up. the weather is probably the biggest. The effect. weather. That's yeah. what I was wondering if the season's yep. sort of playing. You don't want to get stuck in North yeah. Dakota in December, I'm assuming. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Not, yeah. I mean the. The water lines and everything are exposed inside the build of this thing. So if the, the bus shell is not insulated, so if you were oh. somewhere where it's cold enough, yeah, you could freeze everything inside. Some burst now, pipes. We grew up in New York. We know what that's about. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no good. Um, you know, so we travel. My wife and I travel, uh, and we do this. You know, like I said, we've been doing this full time on the road for over two years now. And uh, just last. Um, Last uh, summer, we were up in Maine painting up oh, at, wow. you know, the Sugarloaf Resorts and yeah. doing all, you know, so um, painting rich people's houses and going back to our bus and feeling wealthier than they are. Right. You know, mm, uh, yeah. well, and we, you get to look at this beautiful house and, well, yeah. they have to pay for it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. You're not stuck to it. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but you can always, and that's another thing. I find work, so I'll I'll look and say I want to go in this region of the country right now. And if I don't have a bus build lined up, I'll say, okay, let me check around there and see what my skill set is that I can bring to this small little town. Mm. Um, and go into the town, do some builds there, have beautiful weather, meet some really phenomenal people. And it's those small little towns 
that are out in the middle of podunk nowhere mm -hmm. and you meet grandma whoever and she wants to be your best friend and that's that's more wealth for me than somebody giving me uh you know a few thousand dollars in my pocket if i make right. that kind of connection don't get me wrong if you want to give me a few thousand dollars in my pocket, <laughs> feel free i'll it's definitely yeah, help right. out, you're not turning <laughs> it down <laughs> yeah, I've got to be on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah i i mean that's that's amazing just i'm sure the experiences and the people you meet make like you said make it all worth it in, in the end, if it, if any headaches come your way, it's like that. That's what makes it okay at the end of the day. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I think one concern talking about the people is I think a lot of people that are outside of the community probably have fear of what negative you can run into. You know, being on the mobile lifestyle. And uh, you know, is that is that even a common thing at all? I mean, do you, have you guys even had bad experiences like that? No. Or? So ever since I've been on the road, uh, I have never ran into a negative situation. Mm -hmm. Never met a bad person. I've never been pulled over by the cops. Some more stranger than others. Yeah, strange yeah, right. people for sure. <laughs> oh, that's everywhere. Things I mean, get yeah. weird. Yeah, from yeah. Time yeah. To time. dangerous. Not so much. If you make okay. yourself a little stranger than everybody else, then. <laughs> I mean, we already are. We live this lifestyle. <laughs> um, I mean, we have locks. I, at least my wife and I, we have locks on our door. I made sure I installed one on Courtney's door. Mm. You know, be aware of where you're parking. Be courteous yeah. of what you're doing. Yeah, it's just, just like anything else. It's just being right. smart about the situation. Yeah. 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 And as far as like stuff that like falls apart on your house, I mean, with this, something will happen to the vehicle. So it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's, yeah. it's routine maintenance, the same you'd have owning a house or something like that. You know, you still have your bills of insurance and and fuel and food and that, but you know, uh, if you're off grid, then you you're picking up water and power yeah for free, so you you lose those things, which is nice. True. Yeah. And what what do you want to spend your money on? You know, you can spend your money on rent or a mortgage, or you could spend it on diesel fuel. And at the end of the day, you are in a beautiful location, seeing something you haven't seen before. And you're not sitting on the couch. Your life becomes richer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Very true, man. And the yeah, fact yeah. that you're making your own routine, I mean, that's something I have to say I'm very, very jealous of. Yeah. <laughs> one of my biggest gripes throughout my day is the fact that, you know, boss man's the one that owns my clock. Like, uh, right. I end up going 40 hours to my job and what they say is that if I'm there, I'm there. That's unfortunately that's, it. That's what made me go on the road. That's, that's the reason I left. I, I traveled a lot when I was in my early twenties. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been to all 50 States. I got wow. there before I was 40. Um, and then I was, uh, stationary, you know, all through my thirties for the most part, I had a house and wife and dog and the whole keeping up with the Joneses idea and the cul-de-sac. Yep. Uh, and realized that wasn't the, the right way to go. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. that it was a routine of work that, that just, you get stuck into this every single day doing the same thing over and over that didn't fit for me. So, you know, now I can make it up myself. So Chris, you feel, you feel like you're getting more out of life living this lifestyle you're saying? Absolutely. I'm wake, I'm making way less money than I was before, but I'm getting an absolutely much richer life for yeah. sure. That's I got to touch important. back on what you said real quick about the fact that boss man owns your clock. Yeah. Uh, boss man owns your time. My stepfather, who is probably one of the greatest guys on the face of this planet, told me one day when I was having a real hard time working at a job that I was working at, he said, that company will, will rent your time. They're not buying your soul. 
Mm. So they can rent your time and your effort, but they are not buying your soul. Your soul is yours and what you make of your life is yours. And this is what I've chosen to make of my life. And it's still not done. Yeah. You know, so anytime you make that change, you can do it. Yeah. It's just a matter of pulling that trigger, I guess. That's all it is. Yeah. 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 You can plan yourself right out of it. And not now, do it. Are, are there any, um, I guess, tips or uh, pitfalls that you could tell people to try and avoid when starting out that, that come to mind if someone did want to get into like the nomad lifestyle? I mean, you want to have you want to have some skill sets that are that are broad based so you can go anywhere and get a job in any aspect. So if you if you're a server or a cook, something you got familiarity in the kitchen or absolutely carpentry or any of the labor trades or anything like that all the way across America, Canada, there's people need people to help. There's mm-hmm. just, there's a lack in the workforce. So, and then there's the digital aspect too, because Courtney, you had mentioned uh, you work in marketing. So, I mean, I'm assuming that's all from your laptop, right? Right. Yeah. I work full from my laptop. Um, I do work 40 hours a week. Um, but for me, it's really nice cause I don't have to worry about finding a job because I do have a job and, uh, so I can pretty much go wherever I want, whenever I want, because I have that uh, stability with that job. So, yeah, I do feel very blessed because she, they do allow me to travel. She definitely has more freedom in that aspect, yeah. being that, mm. you know, you can work over the Internet. Yeah, you can be anywhere. Whereas, yeah. Yeah. She's, she's like, I'm going to go swim with the manatees today <laughs> after this meeting. Like what? what can you get out of your job? Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. So other people are like you're talking to are like trying to hear you while their kids are screaming in the background and like, <laughs> dogs breaking down the the furniture. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm just gonna oh, chill in the sun. Yeah. Uh, so it seems like those are the almost at least in terms of uh, finding income on the road. Those are the two kind of pathways you got, like the digital nomad versus the uh, skilled uh, work that you can yeah. that you can find while on the road and like yeah. i said my wife's an artist i mean yeah, you can be a, an there are a ton true. of artists that live on the, the road. craft mm. aspect of it yeah. yeah yeah if you're a welder or anything like that i mean you can be mobile there's there's tons of stuff if you're a welder come hang out with me and travel for a while i'll, I'll get some projects for you weld some stuff on my bus there you go we got any yeah. skilled <laughs> tradesmen listening uh definitely there write us in we'll get you in contact <laughs> yeah let us know <laughs> i feel like the internet helps both of you guys too with your skill sets because i feel mm. like you can uh, you probably already do this but predetermine your next set like of work where you're going by putting out like hey i'm coming to the area and i'm yeah, looking definitely. for some jobs which is like nothing like it used to be again to compare it back you know 30 years ago where you had to like right. take a chance i'm going to this town hopefully i can find right. some type of work you know yeah that, so, so far it's been it's been word of mouth people have hit for myself anyways it's been they've been hitting me up before i even got yeah where i was going they oh, knew i was awesome. kind of headed in that direction uh, it's all you know friends family relatives word of mouth kind of stuff mm. so it hasn't been an issue as far as advertising or trying to seek work it's it it's kind yeah, of it's been fine finding us yeah yeah that's good cool. cool. well you're doing something right at that point <laughs> yeah exactly We're, yeah. you're definitely doing something right at that point um <laughs> I know that when Courtney posts some stuff that we've done that we've been contact, like, you know, I built the dashboard in her bus custom dashboard. I had people call me up and they're like, Hey, uh, I need a custom dashboard done for my bus or I'm doing this, or I'd love for some help with that. There's work right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we try to help each other out as much as possible. Uh, this community is about helping each other, you know? Mm. So Go a lot farther together, that's for sure. And if you're on the road, you want to go far. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you had mentioned uh, it's not too dangerous 
from what you've what you've encountered so far but i gotta there has to be some weird things that you've seen (laughs) like what's the weirdest thing on the road that sticks out in your mind in all the traveling that you've done me no we found him it's right here we got him (laughs) i'm glad we're documenting this document this uh goodness i don't i don't know a crazy dog guy crazy dog guy oh yeah a guy guy living on the road with 10 dogs and a in a small pickup truck Mm -hmm. yeah oh my god um yeah nice guy right he was a nice guy but crazy he was a little different a little different were they little dogs (laughs) no no big dogs 60 70 pounds was a small dog were they essentially horses then right they were small horses man those poor dogs (laughs) um and they were all related there was a pet it was the mother and all the puppies oh god yeah we had a whole weirdest no it was a bad it was Uh, weirdest story i I would say for for my wife emily and i Mm -hmm. um it didn't even relate to being nomads per se it was uh related to going to a music festival um Mm. which i don't know if you've ever been to a music festival Mm -hmm. but um, matt matt's definitely the music festival guy Uh, but yeah, there was a guy that was just whacked out of his mind on some, uh, really wild hallucinogenics and, uh, hugged my wife a little, a little hard, a little too long and kind of grabbed her neck, uh, like he was going to do something. And, oh God. Uh, you got lot, Lenny from of- Mice and Men over there or, or George yeah, or whatever? Just, yeah. Um, so myself <laughs> and a large group of guys that was, uh, you know, amongst our group of people there, uh, kind of pulled him off not in a violent way but more in a hey man like we're gonna love you back to health right now <laughs> yeah but spot but get your hands off her jeez um, but that's music festival that's not yeah. there's nothing there is nothing that has ever happened on the road yeah ever i can't think of anything i, am, I really. mean there was on the motor i started off on the motorcycle so there's some there's definitely more danger to that travel than there oh, is yeah. to this, yeah. this travel uh so that there's a huge difference there for sure I feel like motorcyclers end up getting a lot more shit from like people on the road too, for some reason. There's like, oh, a, there's yeah. a weird stigma to it. My mom rode. So, I mean, like I've always no, like had it in my life, but um, talking to people who never had, they're like, oh, it's dangerous and they're loud and I don't like them. It's like, dude, um, they they drive safer than most people in cars. <laughs> like, absolutely. Yeah. Do. yeah. We're definitely more, more uh, paying more attention than everybody else. That's mm-hmm. the thing is that's the biggest issue is nobody's paying attention. So you, right. you have to be a very offensive driver, which is it's intense all day long, you know, putting hours on it. It, it gets to the point where you just get burned out mentally, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but it's, there was a lot of close encounters. I almost got attacked by a dog oh, uh, doing about 40 miles an hour. This dog <laughs> literally was trying, like you were out riding by on a bicycle and this thing comes out of the woods at me. Like it was going to, Oh, eat geez. the whole bike yeah oh my god and it was a chihuahua no I'm <laughs> <laughs> but he was fast man come on <laughs> hey everyone my name is drew and i host a podcast called dudes with brews on a porch where we let the drinks flow and the conversations go each and every week me and a friend of mine we sit down we try a different craft brew usually from the state of wisconsin and we just sit down and have a conversation we talk about all aspects of life once a month, we talk about paranormal stuff, and we always have a good time. You can find our show, Dudes with Brews on a Porch, on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else you find your podcast. Grab a cold one and hang out with us each and every week right here on the porch. Support for American Slacker comes from Manscaped, who's the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. 
I don't know about you, Jesse, but I am sick and tired of being outmatched by these razors and traditional trimmers that you get in the store, and no matter what, they, they fucking snag your nuts. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They have a lawnmower 2.0 razor, which they have sent our way, has a proprietary skin-safe technology, so you won't get those nicks or snags on your nuts. Nice! Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Yeah, and with our 20% off code plus free shipping, you're going to be uh, saving a bunch of money and getting some great products that won't end up uh, making it look like a war zone down there. All you got to do is enter Slackers at checkout. Manscaped.com, 20% off. Get your anti-chafing ball deodorant, your sweet lawnmower 2.0. Your nuts will thank you later. You can even rep them by getting yourself a Manscaped.com t-shirt. So head on over to manscaped.com, 20% off at checkout, enter code SLACKERS. Get your ball swag here. So, uh, Rom, you mentioned you're married. Yeah. Um, did Were you married before going yeah. on the road? Is yeah. there a difference that you can tell? Um, in the marriage in, or, or in or the type in of the- woman? <laughs> well, maybe maybe in the way that you approach things in the marriage. Is, is it different? Are there other... Um, Maybe issues yeah. that come up that wouldn't have otherwise. Okay, so my wife, uh, a little backstory here. Um, my mother's an artisan jewelry maker as well. Okay, so she and my wife hit it off right off the rip. And when we were married, the first thing that my mother said to my wife when we got married wasn't "Welcome to the family" or "I'm so happy I have another daughter-in-law." It's a "He's your problem now." So she <laughs> knew she knew off of the rip what was happening there, but. Um, my wife has said from the beginning that it will either make us or break us. Mm-hmm. It'll either make us stronger or it will break us because we are right there in a small space confined uh, while we're traveling. Mm-hmm. And we've grown exponentially. It's just like in any relationship, you grow exponentially. You, you, mm-hmm. you have your problems, you have your fights, but uh, at the end of the day, what are you working towards? And mm-hmm. if you are working towards the common goal then you are each other's cheerleader, you're each other's support, and uh, you want for each other to, to, to have a wonderful experience there. So um, there's definitely a lot to that. Um, marriage, marriage isn't easy all the time, um, and this can definitely either compound it or change your point of view, and it kind of gives you the idea of this is more important. Um, the whole mindset of wherever we're together is home. Hmm. Um, you know, I think so culturally my background, and I mentioned this prior to us going on air was mm-hmm. that, um, I'm Calderesh, I'm Roma, uh, from Eastern Europe and, uh, our con, uh, our concept or our conceptual idea of home is not a place. It's, it's the people. Mm. Yeah. So I'm my wife's home. She's my home, my relationship. It, it, that's what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the same with the nomadic community. Our homes aren't necessarily the buses or the vans or the the tents that we live in. Our home is each other. And so it's just like you're building a mansion room by room. We're building a mansion person by person. That's awesome. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, that long story short, my wife still is keeping me. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, that's great to hear. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know for who, maybe me. <laughs> I, I'm still trying to figure out what she sees in me, but. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so what What are the, some of the things like the, the day-to-day of like uh, 
living in in something like this that people wouldn't consider i guess that maybe we haven't touched on already you don't you don't usually have to do oil changes in your house <laughs> you know it's a good, true. That's a good point true that's a good point hey, i mean you got you're living in a vehicle it's just mm-hmm. like living in an rv in a lot of ways yeah you're, you're you have a finite amount of water you have a finite amount mm-hmm. of power mm-hmm. and fuel so those are all considerations you wouldn't normally have. Be more mindful you be of your consumption. Consume all that. In yeah. my situation, I don't have I don't have an in, indoor place to stand up, basically. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a tent, and then I have a little pop up, you know, like a canopy. easy up canopy. And mm-hmm. but I'm pretty much outside. So if it's raining or anything like that, I'm pretty limited on where my space indoor is. So right. Do you guys end up utilizing like Starbucks and stuff like that just to like you know pop in like? No, I hate I, I, not not, I, <laughs> not Starbucks necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but free Wi-Fi around. Yeah, for yeah. Sure, I, I, I figure that's you know a resource yeah. for sure. McDonald's, cap, you know, other cafes have yeah. them. Uh, I'd rather pour my money into a local coffee chain or a local that's coffee fair. company or whatever. Yeah. You know, they yeah. usually um, have better coffee anyway. Way better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, true. Tiny living, sustainable living. Yeah. It's all about mindfulness of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Are you mindful where your money's going? Of where you're stopping into? You know are you mindful and it's a it's a practice you know you get better at it over time um you may flail you know flail your arms around saying i can't do this at the beginning because you're used to your comforts but day to day you you ask about our day to day it's about being mindful of our our usage of being aware and present yeah yeah i think that's the best point yeah yeah Yeah. I think that's a lot more than you could get out of like being stuck at a house. Honestly, there's something in in there that you just can't get from. Yeah, this presents the challenges that you wouldn't find in your normal everyday life in a house. It makes yeah. you face those things and and change your mind and make you more aware yeah. because of those things are every day. You know. Well, and if the challenge is the place, you can just leave. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If your neighbors suck, just pack <laughs> it up and roll up, yeah. on out. Um, on out I'll also say this, Courtney. Um, she's the youngest of the whole crew that's here, right? Mm. Um, and she's probably traveled to more states in, in her homes uh, over the years than than we have in our homes at this point. Yeah, I don't know if that stands we're, true we're, for we're you. Pretty we're pretty close. This year, I got thirty four states. Yep. Oh wow! Wow. Motorcycle and my and truck. You you're at how many states? Well, 30? I've done well, I've done forty states yep. just this year. And wow! So. And my my wife and I are at thirty. Almost 31 states, I think, or 30 states at this point. And we take our time when we travel, usually. Um, you know, we find a spot, I find work in the town, and that, you know, I need to stay in a spot for a couple of weeks that's, to do work. That's one point, build. actually. That's, yeah. That if you slow your travel down, it costs less. Yes. So oh, you save money okay. by slowing down. Accelerate your travel, increase your expenses. Yeah. Both so, in fuel mm. consumption for speed and for. Uh, camping and, camping and everything, everything. Yeah. all your resources all that stuff are get consumed a little bit faster so once old. you find a good spot for a, you want to almost chill for a little bit courtney i know you were saying you yeah, don't like to chill for not much me. not too long <laughs> yeah yeah um i i would say like two weeks you know two or three weeks for me to do some builds and that gives my wife time to make jewelry and you know she has a whole workshop inside the bus. I know you've looked at uh, some of our Instagram or, or, mm-hmm. or Facebook stuff, but um, work, whole yeah. workbench in the front for her to make jewelry at. And so um, it's hard to do some of that work when we're traveling, you know, five or six states in a, in, in a week. You know, yeah. It's hard to yeah. Always on the road. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah. 
And, and plus, we're not running from the cops like she is. <laughs> oh, on the run. On the You're, we're, this is going out. Way, People are going to see. You can't sell Dude, her out like that. Big mistake, man. <laughs> now they're going to be analyzing her. We got police listening to these episodes. No video. joke. It's all right. You're going to be gone from that area by the time right, this is yeah, out. So. It's time no. to freaking move. Yeah. I kind of like this spot. Now we got to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, do you, do you guys find yourself chaining? Like, do, do you come back to spots that you really like as you're coming yeah, across states again? Yeah. Sure. I would imagine. Yep. Yeah. If you like us, give us a spot to park on your property. We'll come back. We'll probably do some work. Yeah. If you, need some, help, oh. if you need some work yeah. done on your house, hit us up. Dead yeah. serious. Okay. Oh, well, once the snow melts near Matt, maybe. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Always yeah. welcome my joint. <laughs> back up to New Hampshire in the spring. That's where I'm. I'll be going to Wisconsin uh, beginning of March, and then New Hampshire, New England for the spring and summer. Yeah. And then oh, Southwest awesome. from there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. His work really is phenomenal. You should definitely take a look at some of his work. It's oh cool. yeah, we're gonna be posting everybody's Instagrams up so you, you can take a look at the, the. All of your guys' Instagrams are gorgeous. I mean, we'll include them in the uh, episode description well. too, so yeah. people can yep. click through. And uh, as you've been watching the video, you'll notice there's been photos randomly put in. <laughs> oh, wow. scrolling past as we've been talking yeah <laughs> there's another one <laughs> I, I wanted to ask do you need a specific type of license to drive a school bus or it, it's standard uh you want to get into that yeah and so the only so you only need your cdl license if you're going to be transporting people Right. Other than your commercial, like commercially, commercially. okay, yeah. so like you wouldn't need one if you guys got in there, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So technically, when you buy a school bus, you register it as an RV, so okay. that's mm. what it's titled as. And then there's a weight limit over 26,000 pounds where you may be required to get air brake endorsement, maybe, Ooh. maybe, and that's, that's a state issue, the state, yeah. And oh. I've only seen that twice in all yeah. of the time that but I've that's done really... it, and they ended up overturning that, so hmm. um really that that's a that's a consideration if you're doing a super big bus but we have a 40 foot converted school bus with a king size bedroom in the back in the i mean it's it's a huge it's a yeah, huge bus i don't bus. even think chris has his air brake in yeah you don't he's got an old greyhound uh oh yeah coach, friend chris uh, a coach bus which is it's huge it's Damn. huge it's pretty close to that weight limit anyway i could imagine yeah. ripping the seats out of a greyhound that'd be pretty crazy looking oh this thing well. is this thing is plush <laughs> Under storage. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And wandering it even has manor. the bathroom in the back already, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the name of his is the wandering manor. It. Yeah. The wandering manor on Instagram. That's Chris. Okay. Uh, it's gorgeous. Beautiful bus. Yeah. yeah. Another one. I hate so much for it, but it, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, you ask about licensing, uh title. All of that, everything, title, license, everything, it's R V or same, okay. same car other than the R V registration. Yep, yeah. it's pretty much the same. Cool. Yeah, Good that was sure. one question sure. I, I was always yeah. wondering about. Yeah. So are there any uh, final thoughts you guys would want to give on on your lifestyle? Any any important things that we may have missed throughout our talk here? Or uh, just touching points that you want to drive home to our audience? Make Convert some nomads? Yeah. The biggest thing I could say is don't hesitate. Yeah. Just do it. Get the wheels turning. Yeah. Stop thinking about it and just go. Yeah. Everything else sorts itself out. Yeah. It really does. Um, you can over plan or plan yourself right out of it. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Without I'm definitely one of those overthinkers. So yep. I, I, I know I exactly what you mean. Yep. <laughs> Anything you think? Um, I guess, no, for me, I just like to inspire people. Not really. If There's always people like, you know, that like comfortability and they like mm -hmm. being stable and 
um, for me, it's just, you know, if you have a dream of doing something, it's just to go do a, that dream. It doesn't necessarily have to be in a van or a bus or, you know, traveling the country full time, but just really stepping out of your comfort zone to really make uh, things happen in your life and not being scared of that. So mine's kind of more of an abstract statement of if you want your life to be a work of art, you got to live artfully, you know? It, it, mm-hmm. So it, if, if, if you want to put the effort in to achieving a quote unquote stable life, and I say stable because stable is really an illusion anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, stable the till they uh, start downsizing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of, get rid downsizing of downsizing is yeah, very, it's a huge thing. Oh Once you gosh. start doing that, I like, a year and a half ago, I owned a house in New Hampshire. I had, you know, four acres of land and we were there for seven years. So we had accumulated a lot of stuff. Uh, my wife and I split up and we sold the house and the process started like, I need to downsize. I need to get on the road and just mm-hmm. get rid of all this stuff that I have. And once you start rolling and getting that stuff going and you get in the mindset of getting rid of stuff, mm-hmm. it's a snowball effect. And it, it, it just, it gets, to the point where you don't even think about it anymore. You might not even open the box and they're just gone. Give mm-hmm. give all of your stuff to people who need it. Right. You don't, yeah. honestly. And once you got rid of it, it's this weight that's lifted off your shoulders. And now you don't have the attachment. You yeah. have the freedom that you're looking for. Right. It's a small, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a huge step in your mind, but it's a small step to take. Uh, you guys are inspiring me. I'm going to throw out this part of my background right now. Yeah. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> We're starting. There We're it starting is. There small, it is. but it's happening. Mm-hmm. Don't sponsorship out there. Manscaped, gone. gone. We're, We're not sponsored by them anymore. We don't need a sponsor. <laughs> little by little. Drink, but it's Manscaped, tasty. we're kidding. We're kidding. We still we love no you. No alcohol abuse. We don't want to waste the beer. <laughs> That's right. Well, this this has been fantastic. Thank you guys again for coming on. Chris, yes. Courtney, Rom, this this has been great and so insightful. Thank yeah. you so much. And guys. one more time, we want to see those Instagram handles. How can people find you guys? Oh, yeah. Uh, so you can find me. Um, I'm on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at The Wrong Way Home. Um, go ahead, Chris. I'm on uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube also. I'm uh, KJ Redbeard on Instagram and ADV Red on YouTube. Yeah, and uh, you can find us at Where the Wild Nomads Wander. It's a long name, but it's got a lot in there. Where the Wild Nomads Wander. Instagram, Facebook, and uh I'll give my wife a shout out too for her work, which is Nymph and Nectar Jewelry. And that's uh, Instagram and Facebook as well. Her stuff is beautiful. Yeah. So check nice. it out. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. This has been a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, we'll have to you. check up with you guys in a couple months, see where you're at. Yeah, yeah come visit. Awesome. Come visit. There we go. Oh, man. Don't entice us. We might have to. We're, uh, we're going <laughs> on vacation sometime in the next few months. We'll, uh, nice. we'll have to maybe connect. There we go. <laughs> All right, people. Thank you so much for tuning in. That's what it's brocation. Thank you everybody for tuning in at home. We love each and every one of you. And until next time, that's yes. it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We passing the mask. I'm mapping America. America. I'm second America. America. We're talking America. America. We blazing America. 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 We're second America. America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. 
Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and act a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like Domino's bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We choking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America.